Welcome back to the Spark Your Heart Show in studio, my brother, my friend, Greg Swizzy. <laughs> What's up, Ronnie? What's happening, dog? Today we are talking about the turning point um, in your business. We always talk about the turning point. There has to be an emotional moment in your life, Greg, where you decided to go from, you know, a regular clock-in employee right. to an entrepreneur. It's a huge step. A lot of people, they don't take it. What made you take it? So I uh, I launched my business, um, as I mentioned, about three years ago and kind of did it part-time and just building and building. But um, really, as as business grew and I realized that there was a demand for what we were offering in Arizona with uh, my city apartments, I just realized that I had to do it. Like, this is something that for me, you know, I've, I've dreamt of owning my own business and I really want to be able to provide service to people in need. And right, right. by being able to do that, um, I just said I couldn't do it part-time anymore, you know, and it was, it was, <laughs> it was a very scary, scary step, um, you know, cause you just don't know how it's going to end up. But, you know, I went from that full-time employee doing this on the side to, you know, all in, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. That's a huge step. And you've, you actually inspired me to do that. Um, Thank back, you. back during my leadership program, I was in the same boat. Right. Um, but I have a lot of buddies again online through Facebook. They're scared to death to take that leap to leave a regular nine to five job. Right. My, I don't want to call it a secret, but what I did, I saved. That that was a key piece for me. I saved a bunch of money, right. put it away, and then I could take that leap into entrepreneurship and launch the Spark Your Heart show. Um, do you feel that, especially in our current economic situation, sure. is it crazy to be an entrepreneur, or it's inevitable that? Clocking jobs are, are there? It looks like they're going to go away. <laughs> I mean, all there's left is little part-time jobs out there. Yeah, you know, I don't know that they'll ever go away. I mean, you know, there's big companies that that run this country, that run this world, that are going to need the the day-to-day employees. Right. But definitely, entrepreneurship is is spiking. And yeah. you know, it's it's not crazy to think that you can have your own business by any means. You just got to find what you love. And when you find what you love, and you have, find your passion, it's not work anymore. Yeah, definitely. You know, and so now then it's it's a lot less scary to make that jump when you found what it is that, that you love to do. So, you know, there's, there's lots of things out there. You know, you can go to any website almost and find out ways to start your business while you're working full time. Right. But when it comes time, take the leap and, you know, worst case scenario, you can always go back. Right. I, <laughs> I mean, love that statement. Yeah. Serious. I, I don't know if you, of course you remember coach James, he said the yeah. same <laughs> thing to me. So just, just to kind of wrap it up here for me, my, my piece was saving Right. Your piece is finding love in, in what you do. And maybe that third piece might be, you can always go back. Yeah. I mean, you know what, with, you know, they say with no risk, uh, I forget what the saying is, but you know, if the, I don't know, there's no risk without reward right? or there's no reward without risk, something like that. You got to go for but, it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just jump, but go both feet in. So what are the three things that entrepreneurs need in this day and age? I mean, other than their business cards and a website and blah, blah, blah. What? And besides the heart, the right. love, and besides maybe a little bit of savings, what else do you need? I mean, let's get practical. Well, I think the biggest thing is is customer service. I mean, for any business, that's that's huge, and that really is going to be one of the things that makes or breaks you um, in any business. I don't care what industry you are. If you don't have the customer business, if the customer service, that business isn't going to come back. Now, get get specific. What do you mean by customer service? So, so for me in, in my business, uh, in my businesses, it's all about relationships. You know, and it's all about building them and you don't necessarily need to know their kids' names and the kids' birthdays, 
but you should have that one-on-one interaction with them, yeah. know them by name, being able to call them and giving them direct access to you. I mean, that just shows a huge trust. I mean, as, as the owner of the company, the fact that my clients can reach out to me directly if they mm-hmm. have a question, a request, or if they have a complaint even, they can contact me directly. And I think that bodes so much credibility yeah. in, in the space that I'm in anyway. Yeah. So I would say relationships is pro- definitely number one. Um, you know, the ability to network, n- number two. Huge. I mean, That's how are you going to build the, ro- the relationships if you can't network? Right. So you got to put yourself out there and get to know the people in your industry. And three, integrity. You know, and it almost comes back to accountability almost. You right, know, it's like right. doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. Yeah, and there's a format for that, um, like you were saying, buy when. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you should trademark that. I, I think that's great. <laughs> Those of you who know Coach Greg, you know what I'm talking about, buy when. Buy when. <laughs> but, um, so buy when, have a little heart in it, get to know your customers, your clients, and and really get to know them. I do think it's okay to know the kids, to know their birthdays. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a huge piece. And to me, that goes to the next piece to do all this, to provide service at that level, it's okay to charge a little bit more. It is. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I know you, you and I were discussing, you know, there's there's companies out there um, or, or individuals even that provide similar services. Right. You know, there's 100 people in a couple mile radius that build websites, you know, and what's going to set you apart? Your pricing may be twice as much as somebody else, but based on the service that you offer, based on the relationship that you have, you've got to be able to build value in what you offer. So offering the lowest price isn't always the best. Right. You know, you can offer a higher price, but because of their experience, because of the relationship, and because of what you bring to the table as an individual or as a business owner or as a company even, people are going to continue with you, even though they're paying a little bit more. Right, right. Never be afraid. And I think that's hard for beginning entrepreneurs. They want the business, right? so they'll kind of compete on price. But I think, especially the people you and I deal with, these are high-quality people. They they deserve this level of service, and it's okay absolutely to, to, to ask for more money because you're going to get great service. You're going to get personal relationships. Absolutely, and it's all about knowing your value. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you got to have value in yourself and what you offer as a person and as a business owner. And as a product or service, whatever that may be for you, and if you have value in there, you're going to be able to share that passion and that love. And so when people hear that, they're going to be willing to invest in you, whatever that dollar amount looks like. Right. You know, so never sell yourself short at all. And then going back just to the the title of the segment, the turning point. Sure. Is it for me? It was kind of it was a low moment emotionally. I was like, what else can I do? I hated my job at the casinos. Right. I can only make so much money does the turning point always have to be kind of at, at a low or absolutely not i mean for for me you know i was i was working full-time you know the first couple of years that i that i launched this business that i had this up and running and for me like you know i was i was making good money i had great relationships with my clients and and you know the companies that i worked for uh for me it was really just saying okay i know that i can grow this and i can make it bigger you know so i was i was in a great space you know, but I just wasn't able to grow the company the way that I know I can, putting part-time attention to it. Yeah. So for me, it was just, you know, okay, I I really want to do this. I can't make this. A, I can't have this be a hobby anymore. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's and it, and that's a tough distinction, you know, between a hobby and making it a full-time actual career. Right. But for me, that's what it was. Was hey, there's so much more that I know that's possible. And that's why I'm here in Vegas, you know, expanding into Vegas because I was able to put full-time effort into it 
and I know what's possible. I've seen it in Arizona. Now I know that I can bring that to the Las Vegas market as well. Right, and I wish you the best of luck and all of Thanks, our brother. friends online uh, and my Facebook groups. We're a hundred. We're behind you a hundred percent. I appreciate that. Um, just to wrap up this little segment here, we're talking about the turning point. What's the emotional moment in your life when you're going to get off your hiney and just do it? Take the leap, become an entrepreneur, or get that second degree. Go out there, go do it. 